Hello and welcome back to the Fancy Football Hangover. First of three mini episodes looking at promoted clubs. Today we are talking Leeds, 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 dirty, dirty Leeds. Three league titles, uh, some European Cups, and 16 years out of the Premier League, they're back having won the Championship. Dirty, smelly Leeds. Okay, well, we're back. Fantasy Football Hangover. Special pre-season mini-episodes with Will and Rob. How are you, gentlemen? Yeah, good. I'm all right. Just kind of chilling here. Glass of red. I'm on a camping chair in my bedroom. (laughs) It's all a bit weird. That's painting such an odd picture, Will. (laughs) And Will's still very nervous about going on holiday, so he's just recreating in his bedroom. Yeah, I'm on a sturdy stool uh, in the kitchen. And enjoying, unconventionally enjoying a glass of red wine. Unconventional for fantasy football hangover and unconventional for summer drinking. But, you know, it's got a bit colder. And no. you're being mirrored by Will as well. Yeah, I'm on the Dan Rouge as well. It's starting to feel a bit autumnal, isn't it? Yeah, we've all changed. We all we've changed. all changed. Although I am drinking beer. But really? Yeah, really, lad, 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 lad. Anyway, on, so what, what are you guys thinking about FPL? You got your teams ready? You um, set? I'm, I, I was set and then the rug was pulled from beneath my feet as it was for many with the blanks in game week one which is insane hashtag typical 2020 but it's um yeah so I was properly like I'm not touching this unless anyone's injured I'm leaving it and now I had to get rid of De Bruyne and Fernandez who were going to be staples and they're now like can you keep two players like that on your bench in game week one I know wasting all that money is a tricky one, isn't it? I, yeah. I, I found this season, I think, the hardest I've ever found to do a draft that I'm happy with. Like, I've done one and it's I'm not happy at all. I hate it, basically. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm getting there with mine. There's still a few question marks in the squad. But it, yeah, that KDB thing, I, he, I still think he's quite highly owned from looking at the percentages. I still think he's around 30 or 40%. But yeah. it's a lot of money to stick on your bench, isn't it? If you can build a good team and put one on the bench, I think you're, you're all right, aren't you? But two just doesn't feel right. And then Liverpool having leads. I mean, we will get into this more next week as we're a bit closer to the deadline. But um, yeah, Liverpool having leads, it's hard to ignore Liverpool as well, isn't it? Yeah, very much. With the big money players there. but And of course, there might be a little miniature Argentinian coming into uh, Manchester City, potentially, which can mm-hmm. change FPL for everyone. So exciting, though, to if he comes into the Premier League. I just, yeah. Yeah, what is it? 627 million claws or something. Is that right? It's something ridiculous like that and 90 million a week, 90 million a year in wages or something crazy. But it would be, it'd be just pure excitement if he came. I mean, I don't want to see City dominate the league, but I'd love to see Messi play every week. So, yeah, that's the trade off. Love to see Messi play every, and I'd love to be able to go to a game and see him play as well. Because I don't know about you two, but I've never seen him play live. No, no same. Oh, I have a couple of times. He's have tormented you? Arsenal in various Champions League knockout stages, and okay. uh, yeah. But anyway, he's a joy. He's a joy to watch. Yeah, let's hope it happens. Yeah, fingers crossed. So we are here, and we're going to do a little bit in three mini episodes talking about our newly promoted clubs. 
So we're going to start with last season's runaway championship winners, Leeds United. Chaps, Ooh. what do you think of? Ooh. What is the first image that comes into your head when Scum. you hear the words Leeds United? Scum from Will. Yeah, uh, yeah a fan punching a police horse. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Very Mine good. is uh, Mark, Mark Viduka uh, robbing Arsenal of the 2003 uh, league title with a last-minute goal um, it, at Ellen Road. It's amazing how many negative associations there are with Leeds, isn't it? Because there are positives like Cantona, and for me as a Palace fan, Nigel Martin, um, Tony Dorigo, if only for his surname and his hair. Um, there's the, you know, and his oh, excellent appearance on Quickly Kevin Willie Score podcast as well. He's very uh, good on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Leeds just, I mean, the, the, the punching, a, a fan punching a police horse wasn't, I didn't witness this, but someone else did and told me and it just sort of stuck with me. I like, didn't realise that was a Leeds, I didn't realise that was a Leeds fan, but um, that makes sense. Yeah. And um, yeah, but you know, maybe they can turn it around this season and win everyone's hearts. <laughs> they've got a lot they've got a lot of work to do but one thing one thing they do have in their favour is their manager who is uh, quite the although he's actually probably equally as divisive as the team are but he's quite an enigmatic character I think he'll be good value in press conferences and he likes to play that sort of high octane pressing attacking football so okay and no, got, course, you've got to hand it to Bielsa I think he is um, a really kind of yeah, an enigmatic and engaging and entertaining manager. And he did some really nice stuff at the end of the season when he, you know, went and saw fans and just super cheery. And, and had a, he had a night out with the team, or not a night out, but he went and sat with the players afterwards and had a couple of drinks and stuff. And he does seem like a a firm but nice man overall. So that's the only redeemable feature about Leeds. I loved his, um, do you remember his response to the Spygate fiasco when he was uh, caught, uh, I think he's, did he sent down a scout, was it drones, to Derby County's training yeah. out? Yeah. Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard jobbed him in. Remind me, I don't remember, I vaguely remember it, oh, I can't remember what he so, so he was accused, Frank Lampard dobbed him in and there was, uh, you know, lots of accusations, negativity flying around. He responded by giving, I think it was a two-hour press conference involving all the analysis and what he does uh, in preparation for each game. It was a PowerPoint presentation, how he profiles his, uh, how his opposition. And uh, then, he, then he admitted that he spies on every team where he can, just to give him the edge. There's nothing, I mean, there's nothing illegal against the rules in it. It's just considered yeah. ungentlemanly conduct. What is it? What's not nationality? Is he Italian? He is, no, he's Argentinian, I think. Argentinian okay. or Chilean. Okay. Should probably just check that. Yeah, I think I I just hope he's one of the. uh, As I may have mentioned previously, one of my favourite things with international managers who are still getting to grips with the English language is when they refer to both Manchester City and Manchester United as Manchester. I just hope he does that because we haven't had a manager do that for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. He's he's yeah. How long's he been? He's only been at Leeds a year, hasn't he? Uh, No, two seasons. Two years. Yeah, two seasons. Because yeah, Frank Frank Lampard's derby was two seasons ago, so uh, that that will be an interesting tie when Chelsea and Le- uh, Chelsea and Leeds take each other on because they'll be 
you know, Spygate will come up again. I'm sure Sky Sports will go crazy for it. Yeah, oh, they, they definitely will. They'll be trying to kind of provoke some reactions out of Frankie Lance, won't they? Yeah. And of course, the big news, speaking of Sky, is uh, Matt Letizia, Charlie Nicholas and Phil Thompson all yeah. axed from Soccer Saturday, which I think is about time. They're, they're old men. They don't need to be talking about football. We need some young people and uh, maybe some women. That would be nice. Yeah, and I th- Alex Scott is brilliant. I think she's absolutely fantastic as a pundit. Not has, just she, she's... has she been confirmed yet or is that just still rumours? I, th- I think it's rumours. R- rumoured her and um, Nicka Richards, isn't it? Going to yeah. maybe step in. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, it feels quite brutal, doesn't it? Because it's not like they're bad at what they do and there's a bit of a club there there's a bit of a chemistry but it's what you know things i just think it's 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 five middle-aged white men and it's a bit yeah it's not very 2020 is it no totally totally and yeah i'm sure they'll they'll find plenty of work elsewhere won't they yeah so so rich tell us about leads because i have definitely been avoiding any looking at Leeds, but I probably, I wouldn't necessarily be against signing any of their players, um, provided they're going to bring points. So well, tell me. So Leeds, um, Leeds last season were defensively excellent. So looking at their keepers and defenders is a very good shout. Um, how'd they get on? There's this one big question mark about their defence. Last season, they're probably their star player was Ben White, who was on loan from Brighton. He uh, he's in the game at 4.5 million. I think they've had three bids rejected for from for him. Uh, he got 122 clearances, 25 blocks, and 118 interceptions, which was very impressive. So the the pro- if he if they get him, he would be one to look at certainly. Um, the problem is if they don't get him, then their defence is arguably weaker than it was last season. But that said, both fullbacks, Stuart Dallas and Luke Ayling, like to attack. Um, so they get forward a lot. They're both 4.5, which is pretty reasonable. Dallas got five goals and three assists, whereas Luke Ayling, who used to play for Arsenal, another good thing, uh, got four goals and four assists. So they're probably worth looking at. Decent. Uh, yeah, the keepers are cheap. They're both 4.5 million, but there isn't a number one. So Kiko Casilla started the season as number one right through uh, to the lockdown. And they had a guy called Ilan Meslier on loan, who then came in and was the number one for the last 10 games of the season. And they've now made that move permanent. Mm. So it's hard to say. And I, I looked, Leeds haven't got any pre-season friendlies scheduled either which okay. apparently is a bit of a Bielsa thing. He did it last season. No one wants any. to go there. No one wants to play there. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So I, I give it a couple of weeks on the keepers, um, but one of them could emerge as, as a really um, effective option and look at the two fullbacks. So they kept 22 clean sheets in the championship last season and only conceded 35 goals, which seems very low to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Bielsa's that's... got the team organised. They defend as a group. And um, uh, Calvin Phillips, just called up by England, he sort of tends to play in midfield, but just almost dropped back as a third centre-back when they're defending. Yeah, he's, so, quality. he's quality. He really is. Much like, much like Sheffield United, who were so good in the Championship two seasons ago, um, defensively and stepped up and continued to keep clean sheets. I feel like Leeds could. And also, 
Ellen Road is such a fortress. It's such an intimidating place to go. Yeah. You feel like that, like, like Bramble Lane, actually, they'll be really strong at home. Yeah. So that's I what think, thinking, yeah, the Sheffield think, United of last season. Yeah. Ailing and Dallas could be um, good options. Midfield is tougher because um, they seem to create a lot of chances, but they don't really seem to have anyone in midfield who is like massively returning. The, the one is Pablo Hernandez, who's their playmaker. But he's 35, 36 next season. Um, and he sometimes only played 45 minutes for a lot of the championships. So, and he's 6 million, which just feels like a little bit much to take a gamble. And the two wingers don't seem to create masses. The only one who is a bit tempting for me is, is Matthias Klitsch, who is the other central midfielder. So he's weighed, he weighed in with a few goals, but um, he takes penalties. So, Yeah, always worth looking at the set-piece players. It's yeah. hard for me. It's hard for me to judge Leeds. I mean, obviously, I hate them, but um, Forrest played them obviously twice last season, and I think we drew the first game away, and then we beat them two nil at home. So basically, Forrest are better than Leeds. So it's kind of I can't. They and they were pretty. They weren't great in the um, in the City Ground game. So I, those are the only two proper games where I was like really watching them. I saw them a couple of other times. Uh, yeah but not properly so it's hard but Klitsch is really good I will say that and um, uh, the uh, England player uh, Calvin Phillips Calvin as well. Phillips Amazing. yeah he, he is good but he'll be one of those that just won't score points in FPL I don't think no, because he'll yeah. be too deep he's got a funny he's got a lovely top knot as well yeah he has did you see his interview right after he got his England call up no I didn't see it Really nice. It's like one of those rare interviews with a footballer where he was just genuinely like couldn't stop grinning and didn't really know what to say. It's really sweet. You know, normally it's cliche, isn't it? And it's an honour and, you know, take it one game at a time and that nonsense. But um, yeah, it's really sweet, actually. It's very genuine. But um, I think, you know, I think if you're looking at budget defenders, then I've got a Leeds defender in at the moment purely based on very little research other than the fact that they are 4 million and they're the highest owned defender from the Leeds team. Oh, that one actually, because I was looking at his, um, is it Cooper? I think it I, is. I was looking yeah. into, I was looking Colin, into Colin Cooper. <laughs> I don't know if it's Colin. Colin. Uh, that, no, uh, Douglas, sorry. Douglas. He, he Douglas. didn't play every game last season, so I was a bit confused why he's in. I guess people are thinking maybe if they, if, Obviously, Ben White doesn't come back and stays at Brighton or goes to another club. Then he yeah. can come in and start. But I'm sure they replace him. It it's seems just, funny it's surely just because he's four million and everyone's yeah. just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Leeds had a good defence last. Year. It, that that seems like a yeah, that's a bit of an anomaly, I think, because their their fixtures are tough, though, aren't they? Their first really season. tough. I mean, starting away at Anfield is is hard, and then then. Yeah. They got Fulham and then Sheffield United away, City at home, Wolves at home. Just, yeah, yeah all really tough games. So tough game. the only area we haven't looked at from our dear friends Leeds United is up front. Now Leeds are the only team I can remember ever seeing in, in FPL that only have one listed forward. <laughs> and that, yeah. that is uh, Patrick Bamford. Oh, yeah. Oh, who Patrick is... Bamford. I've seen him play for a couple of clubs yeah. and, and a little bit for Leeds. And I just, I can't, I can barely understand why he's a footballer, let alone 
potentially a Premier League striker. He just seems to miss every chance he gets. Yeah, he is but, one of the worst strikers of all time. <laughs> but Bielsa, Bielsa loves him. Uh, when Eddie Nketiah was there, um, he, he couldn't, he, despite Patrick Bamford going 10 games without a goal, he couldn't dis- displace him from the side. And then he's come in at Arsenal and started scoring goals. And he was, whenever he got off the bench, he scored as well, Nketiah. So Bam, uh, Bielsa sees something for him. So, I guess he runs a lot. He maybe is one of those forwards who does, you know, a lot of a lot of work for the team and Pending for the top. Yeah, and he because um, he played well in the championship for Middlesbrough, didn't he, a few years ago, and then he went back to Chelsea, and then we had him at Palace for a little while. Of course, one of those players you really wanted him to do well, but he's <laughs> so lost. <laughs> but, um, and, and interestingly, though, I did have a question about Leeds. I had two questions about Leeds. And one of them was um, about uh, a player in their squad. Um, like Scotty Carson last season, one of their players listens to the Fantasy Football Hangover. Oh, fantastic. Who, who is it? It is Patrick Bamford. Oh, yes. Yeah. So a little treat for you guys. He actually got in touch, um, sent us a little message. So I will play that to you right now. Here he is, Patrick Bamford. Oh, I do for Patrick Bamford here, the fastest runner in the Premier League football club for me, United. I've been running fast for too long, run fast forwards. I can run fast sideways and sometimes backwards too. The fastest runner there is in the Premier League. I love the fantastical football hangover podcast and I listened last season and I thought it'd be nice to drop your line lads and I'll keep you updated how I'm doing the Premier League with my fast running and scoring goals so I'll give you all that there he is <laughs> I had no idea he'd play like that I don't know where he's from but I I, I didn't know he uh, I've never seen him interviewed before to be honest I think, I think, I think he's a Nottingham lad he, he started his career at Forest so um, right. he, he's uh, he's from Grantham so that is uh, okay. Lincolnshire, isn't it? But um, he yeah, he's, he, he started his career at Forest, and basically, I think he made he he probably made like one or two appearances, and then Chelsea signed him and never played him <laughs> five 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 <laughs> seasons five seasons at Chelsea and never played. Um, yeah, he's been around the block though. He's done a lot of loan moves, and I think Forest were linked with him with bringing him back and I'm very glad they didn't because yeah. it's terrible. He's got very good taste in uh, podcasts. I'll give him that. Um, I had a question though about Leeds for you both. <clears throat> Do you know which well-known high street store was invented in Leeds in 1884? Hmm. Oh, it's still there to this very day. Oh, it's one of, one of a, a select band. Innocent. Uh, W.H. Smiths? Not W.H., no. Um, Marks and Spencer. Yes. Oh, well done, Mike, Will. Michael Marks and Tom Spencer. Um, Michael Marks opened a, a penny store in a market in 1884 and 10 years later joined forces with Tom Spencer in 1894. And that, that is a store that still stands there to this day. Oh, I thought it was Percy Pig that invented Marks and Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> they should get Marks and Spencer as the sponsor on their uh, on their kits. No, they don't want to lower themselves to that. Yeah, yeah, no, true. I was always so envious of Reading when they had Waitrose. I just oh, really, really enjoyed most, that. Most luxurious sponsor of all time, having Waitrose. So good. Had yeah. a good kit as well, wasn't it? They had that like 
they have a pink and black kit or something when they had that. Yeah, the pink and black hoops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, I think Lee's sponsors 32 Reds, so they're in that gang of um, gambling company sponsored Premier League clubs. So interesting facts. Oh, sorry, I was going to bring out a fact, but Rich, you go. Go on, go on, you go first, Will. Well, but it might be the same fact because it's about kits, is it? Yes. Don Revy. No. Oh, okay. You go your. My, my, you go yeah, yours, my, mine, was, mine was about um, when uh, uh, a betting firm sponsors a Premier League kit, they can't print their logo on the children's shirts. So if you are a small adult, you can get your club strip and no logo, which is quite nice. Yeah, that's what I, I did with my Forest shirt. Your Forest one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I got an extra large kids. Yeah. Because there are lots of extra large kids out there. I've seen them. There certainly are. And I am, a few of them on this I show, are I'm no bigger than any of them. <laughs> so it, it worked for, and it's also a lot cheaper and you don't get the horrible sponsor on. Yeah, because it often ruins a kit, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was looking yeah. at the Crystal Palace, the Crystal Palace kit, which is a yeah. thing of beauty. That's sponsored by some disgusting betting firm, and it would be a, even better. But I think you're too muscular and lovely. You're too much of an Adonis, Rob, to fit into a child's <laughs> shirt. I can't. No, I can't fit into the Palace shirt. That's what I say. I'd have to breathe in a lot. But it's the best sponsor we've had for a while. Just, I think it's just purely because of like synchronicity and aesthetics. But yeah, often it's a big kind of you know Asian betting firm that you've never heard of but it's quite important isn't it mm. so what was your what was your Don Revy kit fat Will well it was going to be a question but it can't be a question now really but um, it was that uh, Don Revy was the man who suggested selling replica shirts as a revenue source oh, so it? he in the 70s Leeds yeah. were the first club to start selling kits basically so you have Dirty Leeds to thank for the the ridiculously overpriced <laughs> bits of rag that you have to buy every season. <laughs> bits of rag. Wow. So are you, are you two going for any Leeds players? Have you got any in at the moment? No. no. I, I, I don't think I do at the moment. I, I, I might pull in a couple if I'm trying to, uh, if I'm trying to sort of some money. save some money basically. Yeah. But um, at the moment there are, uh, no Leeds players in my yeah, team. I've just got Barry Douglas because he's four million. Because I had the Palace defender at four million, who's now injured for months. So. Oh, Ferguson. Yeah, I've got him in mind at the moment, so I need to think about switching him out. Yeah, Baza Douglas is the man. And um, are we going to do a prediction for Leeds, or should we save that for the final of our episode? No, we can, uh, yeah, we can do we a prediction. Predict. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll do as well as Sheffield United, but I, I think they'll hover above the relegation zone most of the season and stay safe. Yeah, last season, Sheffield United were my team in this uh, in the pre-season episodes and I predicted Sheffield United would do really badly. So <laughs> that wasn't great. <laughs> so I'm going to predict that Leeds are going to do really well. <laughs> yeah. Really similar. Top, though, top seven. It's really similar because yeah. I think we said it about Sheffield United and you, you think it about Leeds now, like how are they going to score goals? That's from, you know, you're, you looking at them, Rich, and, you know, I mean, I know yeah, it, they can still sign someone. What is it, Thursday 27th we're recording this? So, you know, they, they may have signed someone in the time of us recording this and this going out. But Yeah, I think they've agreed a deal in principle with a guy called Rodrigo from um, Valencia. He's capped 10, 10 times for Spain. Okay. Could come in and score some goals as a striker. 
And then, and then you think of Villa last season, they signed loads of, of big kind of international players, didn't they? And they, they went for a lot of South American players and struggled with goals. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, 15th for Leeds. 15th is a solid prediction, I think. I think that's pretty good. I do begrudgingly think Bielsa's got a very organised team there. And nice. yeah, I think probably they will be safe by May. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Rick? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think that's about, about right. 14th, maybe that sort of place as well. I think they'll yeah. just... I don't think they'll be sucked in and out of it, but they'll finish the season. Yeah, it won't go down to the last game for them, I don't think. I think they'll they'll be up. But they do, yeah, I do worry about goals, but we'll see. Because also they played a lot of possession football in the Championship. It's going to be harder in the uh, in the Premier League. Yeah. We'll see. The, the, the wingers are decent by all accounts, so maybe they'll just make that step up. Join the Fantasy Football Hangover FPL League using the code Q4LH9M. That's Q4LH9M. Yummy, yummy football. So that's that's our verdicts on Leeds. Um, we'll be back in a few days' time with another thrilling instalment of the Fantasy Football Hangover where we'll be looking at West Bromwich Albion. Go on, the baggies. We baggy, baggy, baggies. Yeah, Adrian Charles. Excellent. <laughs> All right, lads. We'll speak in a couple of days. Yeah, speak soon. Bye. Bye. Um, rate and review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross.